Happy Sunday, and welcome back to another meal prepping episode with Bee Feed Me. I'm your host, Bee, and I'm wishing you a wonderful Earth Week. I hope you had a great time. I hope you were able to get outside and enjoy nature, and maybe next year you'll join me for a virtual cleanup. Wouldn't that be a good time? I think it would be. I was out there picking up trash this week, so I definitely worked up an appetite, and I decided I wanted something a little sinful for myself, but not exactly sinful, but it's going to be oh so creamy. Before we get into what we'll be making this evening, I'm definitely very thirsty, and I would like to make something in my cocktail maker, because it doesn't get a lot of action anymore. It has, once upon a time, made some wonderful cocktails in its day, Now it mostly makes mocktails and I usually don't use it that frequently because I can just let things sit in water and you don't have to shake them. So we're going to make something a little more fun today. I had a mango as a snack. So with the core that still has a bunch of mango flesh around it, as opposed to hacking away and trying to get that off, I'm just going to stick it in water. I'm going to add two tea bags of ginger peach green tea and a couple slices of lime. And I'm going to let it sit for about an hour so I get a really great green tea going. I'm going to add some ice and then shake it up and add it to my seltzer water. And it could be any flavor that you'd like. I only have grapefruit seltzer water in my refrigerator right now because I just bought a big pack of it. And I'll live with the flavor. Now that we have our tea brewing, let's get started on our main event. We're going to be doing chicken or tofu smothered in a lemon mushroom cream sauce that you're going to just want to put all over everything. For our sides this evening, we're going to be doing broccoli raw because it's just something I always have on repeat and it's an absolute favorite, but you can do any green of your choice. And I'll be breaking down the perfect potato chip. To help this meal spread out later into the week, you can quickly make it with some pasta or some salad, anything that just help bulk it up. To make tonight's dinner, you're going to need either a pound of chicken breast or a pound of tofu, extra firm. Make sure if you're going to be using tofu, you're going to dry it out the night before and it'll be a much better sponge than if it has all of that liquid that's in there when you get it out of the packaging. I'm going to be using one whole lemon, the juice and the zest of the lemon, one head of roasted garlic, one medium white onion, six ounces of mixed mushrooms, half a cup of a milk of choice. I'll be using nut pods, some ghee and salt and pepper to taste. I have a bunch of um, broccoli rob and I have a couple golden potatoes. I have two just because it's myself and my husband. If you want to do more, you're more than welcome to. And for my dessert that won't hurt, I have two oranges, two grapefruits, and we're going to be using coconut yogurt this evening to help Um, give some tanginess inside our dessert that won't hurt. And since I'm going to be using it as breakfast as well, I thought it was fun to add yogurt. Now let's get started with the chicken or tofu because I want to marinate this. So to get our dinner started, we're going to want to marinate either our chicken or our tofu. So we've dried out our tofu and we have taken the time to give our chicken that quick salt bath for at least 30 minutes to help get out of those Get all the impurities out of your chicken and help tenderize the meat a little bit before we start cooking it. I'm going to, in a bowl that I can cover, put in my tofu or chicken with the zest of the lemon, a fourth of a cup of grapeseed oil, salt and pepper, and half of the roasted garlic. Just quickly mix everything together, cover it, and throw it in the refrigerator to let it sit for about 30 minutes. The longer you let it sit, the better the flavor is going to be. Now, while I have that sitting, I'm just going to get my brulee fruit prep out of the way so I don't have to worry about it. 
Now, while my proteins are marinating, I'm going to get started on my brulee fruit. I have two oranges and two grapefruits that I've cut in half, and I'm also going to segment them. So I'm going to cut between the fibers of each segments of the orange or grapefruit and between the flesh and the skin without puncturing the skin so I have a little bowl to hold the brulee in. Once I have them all cut up, I'll get started on my mixture. Today's is going to be a mixture of a fourth of a cup of coconut yogurt, half a cup of nut pod, a teaspoon of vanilla, and a teaspoon of cinnamon. I'm going to whisk all of that together and evenly distribute it between my halved fruits. Then I'll place them into a Tupperware container and cover them and let them chill for at least two hours. The longer the better, but I would not let this stay in your refrigerator for more than three days. And since it's very easy and quickly to make, you could easily do it again later in the week and just whip it together. To brulee it off, if you don't have a fancy torch, you don't need one, but you are going to need some sort of sugar. You can use any kind, coconut sugar, um, light brown sugar, regular sugar. But that sugar is going to be what gives us that nice crispy topping of the brulee. So that's why you need the sugar. Or you don't have to cook it off. You could just eat it as a cold fruit dessert. I've done that before because I didn't feel like cooking it off. Anywho, if you don't have a fancy torch, you can do it in your broiler. Um, and if you don't have any kind of ceramic bowl to cook it off in, you can absolutely use a muffin tray to brulee this fruit in. You just want to make sure that top shelf gets as close to your flame as it possibly can without touching and it'll take about five minutes to cook and make sure you keep an eye on this because the broiler always seems to go faster than you think it will and I want my protein to keep marinating so I'm going to get started on the perfect potato chip because it's going to take longer than the broccoli rob will anyhow to make the perfect potato chip I have two golden potatoes I'm going to be using my mandolin and I have a nice big bowl with ice water where the potatoes will just go in after I slice them with the mandolin Friends, when using the mandolin, please be oh so aware and use the safety feature. The last thing you want to do is cut your hand on the mandolin. Kitchens are sharp, hot, slick, sharp, dangerous places, and they deserve your full attention. The mandolin absolutely deserves your full attention. So now that we have an appropriate fear and love of the mandolin, we're going to use our safety feature once we get down to the nubs of our potatoes. They could just go right into the ice bath. It happens very quickly. You slice them right in there, and I'm going to let them sit for 15 minutes, and you have an option. If you'd like to go an extra mile, you can give it an additional ice bath for another 15 minutes, or you can just get started on damping them dry, spraying them with a little bit of oil and salt and pepper, and you're going to cook them in your air fryer at 370 for about 15 minutes. I did not have to flip mine. And they get a little crispier if you do do that second bath. But if you don't feel like waiting, I totally understand. But sometimes it's worth going the extra mile. And you're going to want these chips to dip into that lemon mushroom creamy sauce. I promise, boss. And I still want my protein to keep marinating. And I don't feel like using more than one pot on my stovetop this evening. So I'm going to be using my large cast iron skillet. It's a great tool to use, and I'm also going to preheat my oven to 400 degrees because whether you're cooking the tofu or the chicken, 
400 is just a nice comfortable temperature to get your oven on we're going to start preheating but we didn't want to turn it on too too soon and we're going to bang out our broccoli rob real fast so i'm going to chop up my broccoli rob rinse it off if you bought it fresh from the store but i usually rinse it off as soon as i bring it home and then i put it in a jar of water so it'll last for longer when i put my vegetables in jars of water i really get a longer shelf life even up to two weeks with some of my leafy greens, which is really so great. You just have to make sure you keep putting water into the jar. Also, I like to use three cloves of raw garlic that I have sliced very, very, very thinly. Again, we want to think good fellas. We're in the prison. He uses the razor to make sure he gets the perfect slices. Set them to a side in a little jar. I have my cut up broccoli rub. I'll also be using a little bit of salt, red pepper flakes, and I have a little bit of lemon juice from the lemon that I zested from the protein. So first I'm going to make my garlic slices golden brown in a little bit of grapeseed oil because that's what I have on hand and what I'm using. After they're nice and toasted, I'm going to remove them from the medium hot heat and then I'm going to cook the stalks first for the first seven to 10 minutes, and then I'll add in the leaves for the next five to seven minutes, depending on how crunchy I want this, or if I want it to be a little softer. Some days are different than others, but usually I want it a little crunchier, and then it'll last for the next couple days so I can make this a longer meal. After it's at the right point, I'm gonna add the salt, red pepper flakes, and the garlic back in, kill the heat, and then add half of that lemon juice right into my bunch of broccoli rub. Remove, put it into a dish, and stick it in the microwave so we can get started on our main event, which is our chicken or tofu with our delicious sauce. Now that my cast iron is nice and hot and I've already diced up my white onion, I'm going to turn the heat back to a medium heat and I'm going to add another tablespoon of grapeseed oil because that's what I have on hand. I'm gonna add the sliced onion right into the pan with some salt and pepper and let it cook for about five to seven minutes. Do not touch it for the first five minutes, please. We wanna get that fawn going on and keep building off of these flavors. After it is cooked, you're going to make a circle, push all of the onions to the ring of the dish. And then with our pound of protein, you're going to place it face down into your pan. If you're using the tofu, you only need to cook it for three minutes before you flip it. It doesn't need a long time. If you're cooking your chicken, please do it for about seven minutes. Just I like to get a first initial sear on that first side. Flip it and then place it in your oven for an additional five to ten minutes. For our tofu, it's only going to take about five minutes. We want it to get warm, remove it. Make sure you keep a towel on your cast iron. But if it's our chicken, we're going to wait until it gets to at least 165. So now that my protein has cooked off, it's time to make that sauce, boss. Take your protein out of the pan and just remove it and cover it with foil so it stays warm. It can join the broccoli rub in the microwave because I always just find that's a warm place. But if you put foil on top of it, please do not turn on your microwave. We don't need the world to blow up or your world to blow up. I don't want your world to blow up. I want you to succeed and eat well and some more vegetables. So let's get ready for the sauce. You have also been warned that your cast iron is super hot and you're going to want to make sure if you don't have a cast iron, you used a regular pan. Your handle for your pan is super hot. 
please make sure that you put a towel or something around it because you don't want to go for that handle and hurt yourself. I've done that as well. It's not a pleasant experience. Please learn from my bad mistakes. Now back to the sauce. So the onion is already nice and hot and ready to go. I'm going to add another tablespoon of grapeseed oil and then my six ounces of mixed mushrooms right into the pan and a little bit of salt and pepper. And that's going to cook for about seven plus minutes. After it's cooked for seven plus minutes and everyone's got a nice golden brown going on, I'm then going to add my cup of my milk of choice. You know that I'm going to use nut pot. It's my favorite to use, so I'm going to do it. And then while that's all coming together, I'm going to take two tablespoons of water mixed in with a little bit of arrowroot. This is going to help thicken and bring my sauce together. And I'm going to dump it right into there. At the end, I'm going to add a little bit of ghee and lemon juice so it'll help brighten everything. It's really a very fast, delicious, and you get all of the flavors together. And I love a one-pot meal situation. The total time that this took to thicken was about five minutes after I added in the arrowroot. I then removed the heat, sliced my protein, whichever I had, and drizzled some on top and had it on the side and had a little bit of a dipping frenzy. I hope you enjoyed today's Sunday success, and I hope you'll tune in next week for another edition, and you have a great day.